It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Joe here from Stratford Paddock. Before we get into this podcast, we are having a giveaway for people who are listening to our podcast. We're going to be giving away a t-shirt of your choice from our merch store. Now, here's what you have to do to enter. If you're listening on iTunes, head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. We'll pick the best review to win a t-shirt, so make sure you get creative. Basically, the funniest one wins. If you're listening on any other platform, so Spotify, Google, or anywhere else, share the podcast on either Instagram stories or Twitter. Make sure to tag us and use the hashtag paddockpodcast. That's hashtag paddockpodcast. We're also doing a lot more for you guys who are listening to the podcasts, including podcasts arriving first on audio and some exclusive audio-only shows. So make sure you stay subscribed. Now, on to the show. Jay here for Stratford Paddock. This is the Academy Review, and with me, is a man who needs no introduction, but I'll give him one anyway, Mr. David Pritt. How are we doing, mate? Good. Pretty good, considering it's supposed to be lockdown. I've been at home doing nothing. We are distanced, don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. Look at all this. Stop holding hands during the uh, the lockdown. (laughs) You've got a lot to live up to, you, mate, actually, because the uh, last video, (laughs) setting examples, I think it was on to about... I know we don't just deal in numbers here on this channel, but I think it was about almost 60,000 people watched it. It shows that it was popular and people are interested in what you've got to say because obviously we're watching it for anything I've got to say. Um, so, you know, you've raised the bar, so we've got to maintain it. Um, I don't know I'm going to do that. Like Jose in his first season at United, you set a standard <laughs> that, you know, you may struggle to live up to. Um, so you're obviously going to be talking about the uh, academy team and also the under-23s. You've been watching them. We'll start with the uh, the under-18s. What can you tell us about them? Because they've had a few games, haven't they, since we last spoke? Yeah, they're actually doing all right, actually. They're joint top um, with a game in hand, so you can't get better than that, to be so honest. Long. They have um, a joint top with Liverpool. So, you know, it's, we, you know you, you like to, don't like to say it, but they've got a pretty good academy, so it's competing right. with them. But I mean, if we win our game, we're obviously three points ahead of them. But we played um, Everton, another local team, 2-0. Um, Zananik Bal, who I think is becoming such a great player now. He's, um, he's got a lot of lift up to with his I name. mean, let's face facts, right? If you call your kid Zidane, he's not going to go and be a, a butcher, is he? Or, a, you know, an hairdresser. You're sort of giving him a bit of a... <laughs> putting him on a hiding to nothing there. Yeah. yeah I'm going to call you one of the greatest players ever. Go on, Zidane. But he's actually he's playing well because he's... 
he's well to be fair, I've not seen him in person for a while because of what's happened, but he's he's a quite smallish player, but he might have like grown a foot since I've last seen him. But yeah, he's he's playing well, he's got his first goal and then um the second one was Ganacho, the new sign in. Yes. He he gets a new goal and um yeah, it's all looking rosy at the moment. We beat Everton once again. There, there we've got a, an, an amazing academy. Won a couple of years ago. I think they won the the under 18s league and the under 23 league. So you know a lot coming out of there. So beating them is a good result. You you mentioned it about a new signing Ginacho. I mean, a lot of these youngsters, and I'm, not, I'm sure most of you understand, but a lot of these youngsters are brought in under the. Some of them, are, not a lot. Sorry, some of these youngsters are brought in from other clubs, or the, you know, the signed, and then the nurtured. And this is one thing that I think United has this reputation of, and you can sort of expand on it, of bringing in youngsters, not necessarily you know 13, 14, but even like seventeen or eighteen, yeah. whatever, and being able to nurture them, being able to get them ready from that next step up to the first team. And we, you know, the, the prime example of that would be someone like Paul Pogba. You know, we, yeah. we get him as a as a as a teenager, you know, I think he was what 15, 16. Yeah, he won, like I said, he won one that comes out under nines. He's, yeah. He's another one at the moment can um, we'll talk about him in a bit. Um Pushmal. Yeah. He played a tournament in Spain, so like he was a decent player and got him in straight away playing for the eighteens. He'd never played for the sixteens, fifteens, etc. And yeah, he's doing bits at the moment. So yeah, it's a thing that they do when they when they when they go to these things, if they see someone, they're, they're obviously going to do it. It's like with Ronaldo with the first team. I know it's a different level. No, but you're right. When you when you play against certain players and you can see, Christ, these are good players. They're gonna they're gonna try and get them to your club because it's going to be an asset. Obviously, you've got it as well. Like you look at it, look at Chelsea and City. They've dominated the FA Youth Cups, haven't they? Recently, especially Chelsea had that ridiculous run in it. Um, City is doing well as well at the academy because they get they buy these teenagers, they get these players, don't they? Bring them in from all over and and also. They have the, the local talent as well, yeah. but it, you know, there's a, the, the the sort of bringing the players in is a part and parcel of the academy team now, and it, perhaps even more so than it has been in the past. Yeah, but I think I mentioned this in the last video. I think at United they run it differently than what Chelsea and City do. Good. It's, uh, it, it is good, and it's maybe it's bad in other ways. It's for them. It's all about winning these trophies at youth level. Look at City's ground, you know, when you go, if they've got around the stadium, all the trophies they've won at senior level, the academy, the reserves, the women. So they like to say, we've won the Youth Cup this year, you, you know, it's all posted on the stadium. Um, Chelsea, that they they won five in a row. Obviously, they wanted to win the Youth Cup. But with us, don't get me wrong, I think they do, United say, want to go out and win the Youth Cup, but it's not the not the be-all and end-all, it's about getting that play into the first team. Well, we've seen that. We've yeah. been, you've spoken about haven't we, in the past where couldn't we just play Mason in this game? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but you know could, what I mean? Like they, they could have done, but that's not what United want to do. They don't. Yeah. Want, they'd rather sacrifice the youth cups because Mason's in the first team, and it's a better thing for me seeing Mason in the first team than winning the under 18s you know, youth cup, and then not going on to do anything. I mean, there's been players at both City and Chelsea. You know, to be fair to him, someone like Phil Foden at City has done both. And but, I'm not having a dig at you, but they they dine out on that though, don't they? So. No, he's a good player, you know. You, yeah, I, no, in terms of their academy, it's all like Phil Foden, Phil Foden. No, no, yeah, because but, they they sort of. But made they, the they also let Sancho go. So they let Sancho go. The other lad as well, Ibrahim Diaz. I, I remember when I used to because I used to cover City, unfortunately, uh, as a reporter sometimes, and they were all raving about oh, him. He Diaz is going to be the next big thing. And I know we got a, a move to a bigger club. He went to Real Madrid, um, and I think he's on loan now in Italy. But you know. Like you say with Sancho and with Diaz, a lot of these players they end up moving on because they cannot get that. Pass that that's, the the, that's the issue. Whereas I think with us, we're trying to we're trying to get them in there. And, and I've mentioned before as well about Kieran McKenna now being in the, the first team coaching staff. He knows most of these players. There's, you know, the people like Brandon Williams and 
Mason Greenwood were in the first team, he, he coached them. He, he knows everything about them. So if Ollie's saying, what's this lad like? He can tell you everything about him, where he can play, what he can do, how, what his attitude's like. And obviously he's got a good relationship with the current under-18s manager and the assistant because he worked with them. And so it's, I think it's just one of the best things bringing McKenna up to the first team. Well, this is what you know we want to see. And it's something we might have to do more of because we know that we haven't spent the money we want to spend. And I'm not saying we just start throwing youngsters in left, right and centre. But if a young player is good enough, then the, the chances are he's going to get more of a chance at United than perhaps had in the past because of the fact that you know we, we have got sort of a... Not a gap, but there's, there's chances there because we've not gone do Lally in the transfer market. Probably not spent what we should have in the transfer market. So hopefully that can open up the way, well, you know, a one positive we get from it is it opens up the pathway for some of these younger players and some of the ones you've mentioned. From what you've seen, it looks like, you know, they've got a chance. And I think we're doing at the moment, which we'll go on to in the next under-18s game, is we have very young squads. Our under-23 squads are all like 18, 19. There's not many over, I don't think there's any over the age of 20. Maybe the goalkeeper. And our under-18s, I don't think there's maybe one or two that are 18. They're all a young, young squad. And we played uh, Middlesbrough away recently, 4-1. That new signing, what we just mentioned, Joe Hugill, who I, I put this on Twitter the other day, whoever found him deserves a medal because yeah. he, he's such a good striker. And I went last season to Sunderland away, under-23, Sunderland away, 18s, and the 16s played as well. So I watched all three away and then watched the 18s and the 23s at home. And he didn't play in any of them. Um, I don't know if he was injured or I don't know. He, won't, he didn't play. So, so the United's point of view, they've not seen what he's like. And the Sunderland team have been, last, especially last season, both the 23s and the 18s, awful. I don't really? Just not winning That's a game. like a football tradition in Sunderland, though, isn't it? All your teams are... Well, since they've gone downhill, yeah, they've, they've had to sacrifice the academy, unfortunately, for them. But the, the I think they went, one of the teams went, didn't win a single game and one got a draw. So you can... You know, you're watching these teams, and when I watched him, you couldn't pick out a good player because they really? kept getting battered. But someone's obviously seen him and in these teams and think, for oh, he's got something about him, and he's come to us, and he's like I said, he's got scored two against uh, Middlesbrough. He scored two against um, Blackburn, both 18s and 23s. He's he's scoring goals, and he's he's now even though he's playing for the 18s, he's also he's playing for the 23s. A bit of play for both. He's not going to play the full 90 for both, but if he plays 90 for the 18s. He'll play for the 23s, maybe come on last 20 minutes or so, and he's, he, he really has looked good. Yeah. Well, so is there a type of player he is? He's just an out-and-out striker? or Yeah, he's, for me, he holds the ball up well, and he's... N- I don't want to be... Dis- I don't want to say he's the fastest. He yeah. is fast, but he's not like... when I'm he's not, compared not, to like, not like Mason Greenwood fast. Right, OK. Well, that's not, that's not really an insult, because Mason Greenwood is no. ridiculous. He's fast. just like a centre-forward, like yeah. you'd want a centre-forward to be. He's not... He's not one that you'd want to stick out on the wing and run inside. He's just stick him up front and he'll score goals for you. More traditional, yeah. perhaps, because the modern sort of striker, in inverted comments, uh, comments, sorry, seems to be someone like Marcus, like Mason, even Anthony Marshall, where they're yeah. sort of drifting in, going out wide. Yeah. They're not really in and around the box all the time or holding it up as much. It's sort of, it, it tends to be more like a, what was termed an inside forward, yeah. whereas he's more of a traditional... From what I've seen so yeah. far, yeah, and obviously he's only played a handful of games so yeah, far. I mean, he's, he's still got a lot, to, a lot of the way to go. But yeah, for me, he's been an amazing signing. Um, Charlie Willens also got a goal in that game. And then, what's mentioned about our young squad, the 15-year-old lad scored. I won't mention his name here, but if you Google it, you'll find it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, very safeguarding here on this channel yeah, is Dave he's, you know what I mean he has rules and he sticks to them I like that about him but yeah so the fact that a 15 year old's playing and scoring for the under 18s 
is it's really good. I mean, Shola Shortire, who we'll get onto in a bit, he, I mean, he played in the UEFA Youth League, which is under 19 level at 14. He's still the youngest player to ever play in European competition. And he's, yeah. What is going on? <laughs> What's going on? These are children. I know. And when he come on, it was like, he had to honestly take a day of school. He's, I'd, <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> where, where is he? Why is he not in this lesson? Oh, he's playing in a, a you know, a tournament. <laughs> what sort of tournament? He's playing for Manchester United. What? Yeah, and this is what we are about now. And I think Solskjaer has brought that back where we, it was a point where we had the, a lot of the under-23s were 23, yeah. 20, 21 to 23, and just weighing it out, basically. You know? I mean, when you get... I mean, listen, if you're playing for Manchester United at any capacity, you're obviously a huge Italian football. I'm not disparaging anyone that plays for under-23s, but, you know, we've seen it, a few players, and I've seen it myself, where if you're sort of 21, 22, 23... And you, you, your main chances are playing on the under twenty three. The chance, the likelihood is you're going to struggle to get into the first team. Yeah. It's not always the case. Some players do. You know, Jesse is a prime example. Of yeah, exactly. Who yeah, blossom late in, in later on in his career, and you know, at twenty one, twenty two, was out on loan, and then twenty three, I think it was when he came into the first team. But by and large, that sort of says you're not going to make it as a Manchester United player. If you're in the under twenty threes as an 18, 19 year old, you've still got every chance. Yeah, and. You got to take every player. Yeah, I mean it's not a rule as in because stop. I have to, you, you do like Jesse. You see players, but he, to be fair to him, he went on loan about five went everywhere. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he tried to get out there and play first team football, and and yeah, I've seen other players literally just not go out on loan, wait till it's twenty three, and it's see you later kind of thing. Another one that in a way was someone I know he's younger and he didn't, he won twenty three, but Scott McTominay, he didn't really go out on loan. He just stayed no. with the twenty, and he got his chance and. That's it now. I don't. I think he played one game after that for the twenty threes, and right. then that was his first team player ever. After that, yeah, I mean, like you say, it's not a, a sort of set in stone rule, and there are players like Tom is a good example. Two games he played. Two so games. Yeah. yeah, get it right, Dave. Come on, get with it, mate. <laughs> I only forgot. I only forgot about the Arsenal. Do you, do you know what happened on his debut against Arsenal? For the first team. Yeah, it was. We played away at Arsenal. Remember, he had that shot right at the end, nearly scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they drove all the way back to Manchester. Yeah. Goes goes home. They get back at I don't know what time. Early hours of the morning. Yeah. Then he travels back up with the 23s because we play the following night against Arsenal at the Emirates. So he'd call all the way back, go all the way back north and then go all the way back down south. So he might as well have kept him there. If he's gonna... <laughs> but he was on such a high though, he didn't care. That he's like, I'd have been fuming. Um, <laughs> I've just left it, eh? Now I'm back. What a joke. What a nightmare. But obviously, you know, we know that McSauce is full of beans, so I'm sure he didn't mind too much. Um, who else of the... Uh, Academy so we played, against played Stoke last weekend. Um, one nil game, got the goal in the 80th minute. Dylan Hugerworth. Um, so we're not. It's not like we're scoring goals like four against Middlesbrough all the time, but we're getting three points. That's all that really matters. And because of that, we're like say joint top with Liverpool. We have a game in hand. Take that for the first team, wouldn't you? Being joined to start with the scouts. Yeah, of course. Um, it's good, though. It's good for the young teams to be doing well. It's good. It's confidence boost for them to be challenging. And you want your, your academy side to be, you know, going into games like on you saying on the front foot and, and taking the game to, to the teams and playing well and feeling confident and challenging, which, you know, is obviously what's going on at the minute. Yeah, and they've got a, got a game this weekend against uh, Newcastle, which so it was a bit, a bit, you know, rough and ready the Newcastle game I don't know why they always seem to get stuck in a bit more and the New- I think the Newcastle players get stuck in That's as well it's for you isn't it I mean they love it it's, it's, they're always entertaining games so yeah I'm looking forward to that one 
Yeah, good stuff. It sounds like things are going well for the academy. Probably going a little bit better than they are for the first team, especially in terms of the league. But hopefully that'll filter through and we'll see some of these players making uh, their debut sooner rather than later. Um, moving on to the under-23s, we're speaking about it briefly. They've been in action. Um, it's been a bit of a mixed bag. I'll start with, the, was it the Brighton game? Yeah, so they're playing different times now as well. Usually the 23s play like... Friday night, 7 o'clock, Monday night, Yeah, that's when you used to go to Lee Sports Village. Yeah, now they're playing a lot earlier, and they played um, Brighton away, and it was, I think it was like 2 o'clock kickoff. which I don't know if they must have spent the night there, because there's no way they, no, they're travelling all the way. Yeah, you first thing in the morning to play football. Their training ground, and um, it's been, it's unfortunate, really, because, you know, it is lockdown, but these kids are still in school, so they're not always going to see these type of games. Luckily, I managed to see it, and... Um, yeah, good good result really, really good result. I think it was five two was yeah five two. Um, Shola Shortai we talked about before. He um, he scored a goal and he's 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 coming on really well as well. I'll talk to his, the last game he played. I'll mention him again. But this game he got a pretty decent goal, and um, he's really he's bulking up in a way. He's he's always been this little like I say he was fourteen when when he first played. I mean to be fair, yeah, he's always been small. <laughs> he's he's getting bigger and he's he's. Widening out and he's he's coming much as stronger and better player because of it. I think. What sort of player is he? Is he a sort of like is he someone who's just good on a ball? Is he like to go yeah, I'd, 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 if I if I had the tr- I'd stick him as like a number ten. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's 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 just good. He is good on the ball. He's fast and you can hit him now. Yeah, this is. I mean, these guys have got so much time as well. Obviously, there's plenty of years to come. But it's good that they're on the right track and things are going well for them. Um, you say Brighton was five two. Yeah, so Med- sorry, Medbury scored the first, not short tyre. To be fair, him and Pushmal looked so good together in midfield. They played like the midfield too, and they, they just look great together. These the thing like Hannibal, he's um, he's still a bit petulant in a way. You know, he, he likes to kick people moan about it but then get kicked and roll over a few times but I love all that we've missed that in the first time. I know you don't want to see it he's Dave. kicking that out a bit yeah. but, and it just especially youngsters yeah. but, and, no. he's, and he's playing really well and he is he must be the most foul player in the really uh, you know what if, if you put all the under 18s 23s and the Premier League together all the clubs he's probably the most foul player in all of them I reckon really yeah, he's, he's getting kicks about all the time he's fast he's, he's good on the ball and people are annoyed by him and he's got big hair so people are like I'm going to get <laughs> Um, People liked your comparison last time. Who would you compare him to? Who would I compare him to? I'm not comparing anyone to anyone because <laughs> got, I got in trouble last time. I said time. I said even Galbraith was good at like scoring goals yeah. from the edge of the box. Probably better than Skulls at it. And, the, and then everyone says, <laughs> I said even Galbraith's better than Paul Skulls. The thumbnail was better than Skulls. And Dave was like, well, actually, you know, I only said he's better <laughs> at a certain part of his game than perhaps Skulls was at one time. Um, so it's, all in go- it's all in good fun. I, I get, I get why you might be a bit reluctant. But listen, if he's after play, I mean, I'm not as a, I don't think anyone is as, as clued up on the youth team when it comes to being a fan as you are. To be fair, but I'm not that clued up. But I've heard so many good things about him. Yeah, and he's he is still pretty young. You know, he's not been here that long. Probably about a year now. Yeah, you know, he's from Paris, and he's, yeah, he's, he's gonna look good. I can see him doing. If he doesn't do things for us, he'll go. He'll be somewhere else, and he'll be a part of that French team as well. You know, you, you know, they so? they always produce good players, and I just I think he's capable of that. Yeah, he could go right through to national level at France. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and then yeah, I think he could. He could. I think he could do it for us really if he, he keeps his head down. I think he's capable of it. So there you go. He said he's better than Paul Pogba <laughs> at everything, and Anthony Martial yeah. and Patrice Evra. <laughs> 
And Eric Cantona. And Eric Cantona, yeah, I forgot the best, my favourite one. Yeah, he's better than Cantona. He didn't really say that. <laughs> Before people start commenting. What's going on here? Someone's going to fast forward just to that bit and see that. Yeah, yeah, that these two yeah, yeah, yeah you'll probably clip it up. And <laughs> As if we do that to you, David, I don't know what you mean. Um, also, like we said, it's been a bit of a mixed bag because in the uh, EFL trophy... Oh, no, finish. We oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry, yeah. So that many goals, I forgot. So, sorry. yeah, Helm scored one and we were 3-0 up at half-time and then on the hour mark... We concede a penalty, um, they score it, and then a minute later they score another, make it 3-2. And then Alvaro Fernandez, who's one of our new signings, has been playing, I, I don't know if he's playing like a wing-back or is he's playing left wing, it's, it's, he's playing well anyway. Right. He's just in that area and he cuts inside and has a great, if you get the chance to watch that's, it. That's, you talk good. about a modern attacker. That's a modern I just love someone in coming in. Yeah, coming like in an from, Alex Teller type, you don't know whether it's like... Coming in... To, you know, cutting inside at the edge of the mm. box and just curling one in. You love to see it, and he gets one. And then uh, Pujmal, who I mentioned before, who's been playing well with short tyre, he gets one quite late on. And he's another player who I've spoke about this in the past. Who he benefited in the 18s, where he Ethan Laird got injured, like we talked about last week. He's unfortunately he's always getting injuries, so we have no right back, and so they put Pujmal as right back. And um, I don't know if he was frustrated at first, but it made his game much better. He really? Went, once he went back into midfield, he became, if he lost the ball, he'd try and win it back and he's more defensive that way. He's still, still got his attacking assets, but he added another string to his bow. And yeah, he, him and Hannibal played amazing in that game. What's that like for you as a fan, Dave? Because you're seeing these players proper learning their craft, like yeah, developing, it's, it's, you know it, what I mean? Like, it is good. I mean, you know, you, you look at some, like when the Astana game went over there, that was brilliant for me because you know seeing these lads that I've seen at under 18 to 23s and then going playing for the first team it's brilliant to see you know not all of them will go on to have multiple games for United you know some of them might go you know leave next season whatever I don't know I'm just, but it's, it's good to see and some like Mason as well you know you see him and you think Christ he's good could can he do it and then you, you now see him played in the Champions League last night and, and it's yeah, it's, it's brilliant to see. It, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, can only imagine because you've watched these guys from when they were kids, and you see, like you say, you see them there learning sort of the, the game developing, and then getting into the first team because that Astana game was unreal, wasn't it? Because I, I mean, we yeah. saw the travelling. We were doing a preview. Yeah. And someone said this is a travelling squad, and I dismissed it. I was like, oh, silly. No, it's not. But it was great to see so many of them. Yeah, get six it. debuts that game. It was I brilliant know. to see. Yeah. And you know, no one can ever take that away from them. They played for Manchester yeah. United. I mean, it doesn't matter whether you. are Go on to have a you know a long career at Old Trafford, or that was your only game. You've still played for this club, and that's something that you know is pretty special. And I'm you know jealous of anyone that's done it. Um, is that every? Did we cover all the goals there? Yeah. Yes. So now, yeah. The, so the EFL trophy, which I, I spoke about last week, where oh was it two weeks? I don't know. Two weeks, I think. Wasn't it? Since yeah. like, I can't remember. Last time. Last time um, we're out here. I mentioned how I think it's a great thing. You know, it helps players develop better. The other team really going for it one they want to beat United and it's you know it's a competitive game it's at the end of if you win you get all the games you obviously go on to Wembley and lift the trophy but we had um, what was it 69.3% possession yeah. so what score do you think it was? Let's pretend I don't know but 69.3% possession I'm going to say we just shaded it I'll go for a 1-0 United yeah we got beat 4-0 how can you beat 4-0 when you've got the ball just like two thirds of the game yeah we, well the first goal came I think Bit of naivety from Harvey Neville, um, lets him cut inside. He, he should have took him out, you know, to, on on the on the right, but he, he let him cut inside and he got a goal. And 
Then there was another mix-up with Neville, um, Will Fish and Hannibal Mesbury where they should have dealt... Well, he got past Neville and then Fish and Mesbury should have dealt with it. They didn't. Got another goal and we're 2-0 down. And you could, the moment that happened, our heads just dropped. Really? Yeah, it was unfortunate. And then the third one was pain in the backside because a, a cross coming, I think it was corner if I remember rightly, comes in and um, Reese Devine's fouled in the box. You can see he's pushed to the floor. Ball bounces. The guy pushed him, ends up tapping it in the goal. And it's, there's referee. no VAR and stuff at that level. Of it, but it was just it's frustrating because... That, that killed the game after that and then they went on to score another one and just yeah embarrassed us really you know we, we we didn't play too bad I don't think it was just they were too good for us up front our, our defenders didn't really handle and we had Ted and Mengi playing we had Will Fish who I think are two great centre-backs but it was just a bit too much for him I think you know we were all you know they're playing a lot of games and yeah it's just one of them Is that I mean I don't want to be over, overly uh, melodramatic here is that maybe a little bit of a, not a wake-up call, but just a reminder that maybe someone like Tedder Mengi just still got his crap a little bit of a yeah, way to go? Because I know, like, I'm not, you're not one of them, but a lot of people have, have been saying, get, you know, get, he's got that squad number, get him in the first team and, you know... Yeah, well, I have said that, but I'm not yeah. saying, get him in that first yeah. team, he's there to play every game of the season. That, but I've seen it on special social media, which, you know, can be crackers, but people say it's time for giving him a chance, you know, it's time for... To, for him to partner Maguire and you're thinking is that's what I'm well, asking is this is this sort of a reminder that this is only a youngster and he's got a long way to go the um, like the, the game last night the Champions League game if yeah. we'd won the previous one so we were on nine points I think a game like that we should have played maybe if, maybe for example say like we get a point from um, the next game is it yeah. PSG yeah, and then we've got RB uh, Leipzig yeah we're already through I think Maybe play someone like him in that kind of game. I'm not yeah. saying playing him every week. Or no, 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 you're yeah. not. But the, remember when we went through like the usual merry-go-round of centre-backs when we had like Lindelof, Bailly, Phil, um, Jones. Phil Jones. We've still yeah. got Phil Jones. So, so <laughs> I think Phil Jones is uh, he's working in the museum now. I think they, I think they found a, a job for him there. Um, shame, no, shame no one can go. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, huge talented lad, and I'm not saying all oh, this shows he's, he's he's not really good or anything like. That. Just a reminder that the yeah, these he's still, kids are still young, young yeah. exactly, and especially you know Morecambe are a team, a tough team, and it's you know yeah, it's and a, he, he, Mengi's playing for the 23s, captaining him a, a few times as well. But he's an under 18 player. This yeah. is what I'm saying. That, you know, our squads are young. You know, the, some of them like Mengi's. You know, he's massive. Yeah, yeah. So you think he's older than what he is? He's not. He's still a kid. You know, you yeah. got to let him develop still. So just on that result. I mean, United still go through. Yeah, I believe, yeah. We, we had um, we we beat Salford, and then remember last week you were joking about the we drew a game and then we had the penalty shootout with the extra point. Yeah, the extra point helped us. <laughs> really, that's yeah. just what I know. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, we're we're through, um, and we've got Accrington Stanley next in. Who are they? Exactly, good lad. See, there's <laughs> a, there's a reference that only about one percent of our viewers will get, but we get it. Um, I didn't do the scouts accent. Though. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've got them next, and that's now going to be knockout. Um, we've only got to knockout the previous year where we play Tranmere. Um, it's a bit of a joke from the referee that we lost that game. But typical scouts. Yeah, but and uh, so I'm looking forward to this one. I don't know when the, we don't know when the the game's going to be yet, but as soon as we know, I'm sure. Well, be posted. Why you say it's, you know obviously the the, the Morgan game aside they've had, they've been playing well been getting some good results in and it's good learning curve for them um, and these are youngsters that we're hopefully going to see in and around the first team um, very soon and it's obviously like you were saying. 
been more beneficial than the, the usual stuff we see at the end yeah, of the Yeah, I think it, even even that defeat, that's probably good for him. You know, we've still gone through, but we, we had all the possession and we still got beat 4-0. And that's a wake-up call thinking. You can't just have possession. That, yeah. doesn't, that doesn't win your games. And now they'll know you've got to create chances and you've got to actually score these chances. And that's what we didn't do enough of in that game. And then I'm sure the next game we will be making sure we try and score some goals. Sounds good. Um, there was a game as well against Spurs, I believe. Yeah, that was the last game we played. Um, good result. Uh, 4-2. It, I think 4-2 flattered Spurs a little bit in certain really? ways. But I can see why they got two as well. But yeah, um, first goal. This is what I was saying about Shola Shortire, you know, little lad. But he, we had a Crossing by Pilestri, you what's his first name? Gary. <laughs> yeah, Gary. We keep calling him Gary. I think it was Macri who started calling him Gary, Gary Pilestri. And, you know, as a joke on Gary Pilestri. Every time I say it now, it's. <laughs> what is it? For Sundo, I think. Is that. Well, for Sundo, I probably pronounced that, pronounced that completely wrong. Just like pronounced pronounce wrong yeah. there. <laughs> um, whatever. So, yeah, Pilestri, though. There was loads of clips we were doing rounds on social media yeah. about look, look what you can do and all yeah. this. But. but yeah, he crossed the ball into the box and then it was a bullet header from um, Shola Shortai and it was a really brilliant header. It was slightly unmarked, but it was still a good header. And this is what I mean, he might have grown a foot because he jumped in the air and headed this ball. Um, you know, getting old, he's, he must be 16 now. It's, right, like, it's, it's yeah. over for him. <laughs> it's not worth out. Get another career, yeah. Football's not for you, son. But yeah, he scored, yeah it was a good goal. And then... Um, they equalised from a cross into the back post and someone slid in and got it. And that was frustrating because we were on top at that point. We should, be, uh, we should have gone on to score another one rather than them scoring. And then Shortire was on the left wing, cuts inside. And he, I thought he was going to have a shot, but he played it across the box to um, Pujmal, who knocks it into the bottom corner, like a low, hard shot. Really good goal, really. It, like, like I said, he played well against Brighton and I thought he played really good against... Um, Against Spurs as well, he's he's another one. I mentioned Galbraith last episode about how he's going to progress more now. The others have gone out on loan, and Pujmal's another one who who can um, do that as well because the first choice now are probably Galbraith and Pujmal. Um, Galbraith played in the Spurs game, but he'd been on duty with Northern Ireland and actually got his second cap for Northern Ireland now. So he's <laughs> played played more times for Northern Ireland than the SV United now. Really? Yeah, it's two for Northern Ireland, and he played in the Astana game for United. So it's you know, I need to you know sort it out and get it back to to all. <laughs> so I remember years. I think it was was it Pat McGibbon, one of the youngsters when I was a kid. Who I think he I think he got his debut for his country before he uh, he did for United. I might be wrong about that, but double check it. Um, but you know, you mentioned there a few players like Shortside, and obviously you know. Um, Hannibal, as well as you say, was yeah. was was featured in that game. These are players that you keep talking about, keep hearing about. Obviously, impressing. I mean, how far away do you think some of these lads are from knocking on that door? I think, like I mentioned with Galbraith, I think he's not too far away. Yeah. If, this season, I think he could play a couple of a handful of games. You know, in yeah. maybe when we need someone to play, maybe come off the bench, something like that. Um, Mesbury, I can see him having a game, but I don't think he's. I think he's still not strong enough if, if for the Premier League in a yeah. certain, certain amount of way. But what benefits him is all, all the other lads out on loan because his people like Galbraith and McGee and do just not McGee, I keep saying McGee. Um, Levitt, yeah. Um who you know, they, they should be put knocking on the door at the moment, but they've t- gone out on loan, which I think's the best thing they could do because we've got 
Too many midfielders in the first. Well, you like Garner and and and, and Levitt, as you mentioned there. Yeah, you know everyone thought that this might be the season. Gone out on loan. Gone out on loan for a reason. I mean, Donny Van Der Beek can barely get a game. Exactly. And, and, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I mean? so, <laughs> like, so what chance would Levitt and Garner get at the moment? I think, and they're do, both doing well out on loan. Um, I need, I need to look into it a bit more. But yeah, people are happy with him. Um, they even put Garner on the front of a Watford program the other day. Just all just him. That's so it. That's, that's the pinnacle. Yeah, yeah, of your footballing career when you get on the the front page of the uh, the Hornets program. Um, you said, well, we've got the um, West Ham game coming up. No, we're, we're still finished. Not, Sorry, mate. Yeah, I, I'm always know. cutting you short here, Dave, aren't I? When you've got more so, to tell me. Um, Bedger, Lucas Bedger, he played a ball from centre back. Well, actually, he's a centre back, but he's playing right back. Brilliant ball over the top, uh, beat the offside trap, and Pujmal went on to score for his second goal. Um, then we got another one where Shortai was fouled. Not, I would say fouled. He was tackled, but I, would, I say it was fouled. He wasn't, but... Well, you know the rules, Manchester United. Yeah. If it's tackle, it's a foul. <laughs> yeah, um, referee didn't say it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, he went on to pass it, and then they scored to make it 3-2. And then we got one late on with Alanga, and this is classic Alanga. Just what he does best is... Getting the ball on the edge of the edge of the line, like halfway line, running down the wing, cutting inside, getting into the box, and then just blasting it into the goal. And he did that a few times last season for the under 18s and he did it today. And he, it's great to see. Honestly, it's like just the speed of him, and he, he just goes in a straight line down the down the wing, cuts inside, gets in the box, and just has a shot. And when he scores him, it's good. And he scored that late on, and that made it four two. And I think that we, we deserve four goals. In that that game. was appropriate. Yeah, you feel yeah. four two. Yeah. Good, good result against the Spurs team as well. You know, we're not playing games here. Um, West Ham. Yeah, we got West Ham on Friday. Yep. Um, away at Rush Green. That should be a good game. We got beat beat by him last season. Away. That was a long journey. Cold, long journey. Oh, I've done no I, I we played at Dagenham last year. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I I remember got Upton Park once and we got beat four 0 and, um, I think it was it Jonathan Spetzer or someone Johnny, crazy. Johnny Spetzer, yeah. Uh, yeah, and Carlton Cole getting in on the action. It started snowing as we were leaving as well. It was a horrible, horrible uh, journey home. But no, so obviously things are going well. I look forward to that and they can hopefully avenge that defeat. Fingers crossed. I mean, we're currently on 11 points in the league. We're currently six. Liverpool are top. With Sick of hearing this. Yeah, we're, um, so they're top with 16 points. So... Liverpool are both top of the 18s and 23s. VAR. But um, we're, like I say, we're 11 points, five points behind them, but we do have a game in hand. So if we win that game in hand, we're only two points off the top. So, you, you know, it's not too bad considering, I, I know I'm owned about saying that both leagues don't matter what, you know, they're more or less the same league, but considering we got promoted, we're not that far off the top really. So it sounds like things are going well then. Yeah. You've got some players there that are impressing you. Results are on the whole. Yeah. Very, I, mean, very I mean, with the 23s, it's up, up and down a little bit, but... And as long as they're developing, that's all that really matters. It does seem like now, like you spoke about earlier, like the 23s, is almost being used the right way and the way it should be. And it seems to be developing his players, and his players are getting a decent standard of football. Where in the past, it just seems to be it wasn't always like that. And also, you'd have players coming in from the first team, and it was just like, you know. They didn't even almost didn't want to be there. Some of them yeah. <laughs> they just had, had to do it to get yeah. the fitness up or whatever. I mean, who, who do I, who have I seen? I've seen Fellaini play. You seen Anderson? I remember Anderson. Anderson, play, yeah. Um, once. Raphael. He was, he was the last ever game for United. Was a reserve yeah. game and he scored a belter. Um, Baye, he's done it. Um, I'm trying to think. I've seen a few, but yeah, yeah he just he's 
I mean, usually, that's, that's, what usually that's, happens is they play for play to half time, then get in the yeah. cars and go home. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I've got to be, I need to get my fitness up, but I don't really want to be. And that, you know, I get it, you have to do those sort of things, but it's good to see the youngsters being given a chance, showing what they can do, getting some good results. And hopefully soon you'll be able to go and watch them in the flesh as well, because I know you must be cold turkey and you, mate. I, d- I, used to, I don't know what's going to be happening with it, because I can't see the 18s being allowed to watch them for quite a while, because obviously it's the, the play at Carrington, the training ground. I can't imagine letting people go in, which is a pain, because I really love watching them. Um, 23s maybe because they play at Lee so when the stadium thing happens it all depends on United really obviously they've got to take into consideration the, the young players and they want to protect them make sure they don't get this virus and yeah it's a pain pain in the backside but it is what it is everyone's in the same boat at the moment it's not like it's just us it's everyone everyone is in the same boat Dave. but for me not being able to go to games means I miss like two games a week for you it means you miss about 37 a week doesn't it because the amount of games you go to I think, it, well, no, I, I, I usually get three in, but I've, I've, I've done six in a week once. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was good to I couldn't get the seventh in. I was seven in seven. That Part-timer. All United games as well. I apologise for having such a part-time Fairweather fan on the, the channel. Uh, Dave, where can people find you? Um, Twitter, David J. Pritt, or on Instagram, David Pritt. Make sure you check him out as well, because you get all the updates there from the under-18s, under-23s, and the first team as well. He doesn't just watch the academy and, and the youth teams, he also watches the first team as well. It's well worth checking out. You're still doing YouTube stuff as well. I've not done slacking any... off a little bit Yeah, on well, I, 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 I've not been able to edit anything during lockdown. I don't have my editing software at home. So I usually come into town to do it, so... I've not, I've not done it since well, the first well, lockdown. We'll just, we'll just get Callum to do it. He's got an answer to do. Plus, my videos were talking about the games I'd been to and what I thought about them games. And I can't. <laughs> so, <laughs> what do you do this week? Well, um, just sat Watched home. it on the telly. <laughs> Saw the results on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Another video out soon. Uh, <laughs> make sure you check Dave out. I've been Jay. This has been the Stretford Paddock Academy Review. Um, we've got loads of good videos coming up, as usual. We'll be looking ahead towards the Southampton game. We'll have the watch-along, the preview. We'll have all the post-match reaction as well. So make sure you're hitting like, sharing, and subscribe. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.